0: On this episode, we discuss the Happy Time Murders. Live Super Bowl Sunday at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. And welcome to the Flophouse, I'm Dan McCoy.
1: That's right, he's Dan McCoy, and I'm Stuart Wellington.
2: Those guys are as advertised. Their names are accurate, as they've just reported. And my name, well, therein lies a tale. Oh, God.
0: Oh, jeez.
2: You know, the name Elliot Kalin means a lot of different things mm-hmm. to a lot of different people. Yeah. He's been known as a lover, a uh-huh. hero... A sure. rogue, a villain. Uh-huh. They say, in you know, Elliot Kalin either dies a hero or yeah. lives long enough to remain oh. a hero. Huh. They call him destroyer of chickens. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They call him maker of jokes. Interesting. <laughs> sure. They call him prolonger of bits.
3: <sighs>
2: and they call him waster of time. And that's what I'm doing today on The Flophouse. Good night, everybody.
0: Okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> By the way, if you noticed that I took a moment before doing the show, it was me remembering how the show began. <laughs> so after 276 episodes as of this taping, you're just about to get it. I'm just about to. You're cash almost on hitting up. your groove. Uh, I think 200 so,
2: more episodes, and you'll remember your own name and how the show
0: starts. <laughs> <laughs> I have too much. I, I have too much uh, brain power dedicated to remembering the emperor's new groove to remember my own groove. <laughs> <laughs> that that was more for Elliot than the audience apparently. Um
2: apparently. I yeah. thought that was your mission going in. <laughs> yeah. Was what's a joke Elliot's going to find funny but nobody
0: else yeah, yeah.
2: So Dan, what do we do on this podcast?
0: This is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. And today we watched The Happy Time Murder. Uh-huh. Ooh. It's a it's a
1: recent Razzie winner or nominee, right?
3: Mhm. The okay, most well, important award. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll get into that.
2: <laughs> that's like the Pulitzer of made-up awards that nobody cares about
1: <laughs> for movies. I mean, the Pulitzer is a made-up award, though. Like, I mean, they're all made-up vin- awards.
2: <laughs> not, there are no naturally occurring awards. Like, <laughs> it's not like if you leave a, a tree trunk in the middle of the forest for long enough, it turns into an Oscar. Like, that's yeah. not.
0: Guys, when you think about it, most of the stuff we care about in life is made up.
2: <sighs> oh. Care to name some of it, Dan, to get you in trouble with certain Stop listeners? Stop trying to
0: mind freak me, Dan.
2: <laughs> Dan. Here's something you guys need to know about Dan. He's always trying to mind freak us. And it doesn't work most of the time. He's like, hey, 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 that taco you're eating right now, how many different living things had to die to make that taco? And I'm like, I don't know, a bunch of corn, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't really know what a mind freak is.
2: <laughs> Sometimes he'll just jump out of a corner and, when you, and you go, freak! And then they'll go, how's your mind feel? <laughs> like, okay.
0: Say hello to your mind for me, because it just got freaked.
2: <laughs> you might want to take a minute to calm your mind down, because he's pretty freaked right now. <laughs> anyway, Dan, so this movie, The Happy Time Murders. No, we're not talking
0: about it. <laughs> we're just going to dick around more. No, well, okay, let's, let's. it's a puppet movie. Brian Henson, son of Jim Henson for some reason, this was his <laughs> and,
3: now, and, oh. and John
2: Hent, uh, Jim Henson from as uh, name you could tell is the son of a hen that's what his name tells us that's the hidden language of names that can tell you a lot if someone's last name is Carpenter at some point, someone in their family was probably a yeah. carpenter
0: and as I tweeted once, Alan Tudyk has two dicks <laughs>
2: I mean, that's not how dick is spelled, but maybe in Old English, this it yeah. was. Like, maybe when Chaucer wrote his story about Alan Tudyk, that's yeah. how he that's how I spelled it.
0: The Tudyk's Tale.
2: Uh, now, here's something I want to say about The Happy Timers right, right off the bat. A couple of people that I know worked on this movie in uh-huh. the puppeteering uh, area, and I just want to say, the puppeteering in this movie is phenomenal. <laughs> so, keep in mind, any criticism we have about this movie, and we will... Does not apply to the technical quality of the p- puppeteering, which was top notch.
1: You, you, you did have a comment about some of the puppeteering, right? I, I
2: was like, it's too good. Well you were saying that. <laughs> oh, like, no. they well the still... one thing well, this is something they can't they can't do anything about. Is yeah, that they... when there's a lot of full-body shots of puppets walking down the street. <laughs> All and right. Here's the problem with a puppet.
0: Elliot, I think you need to get up for this. Okay. You do a I mean the bit. listeners will not understand. A visual bit that will this not just, play okay. to the people. The listeners listening will just have to
2: imagine this, but when you walk, your legs support the weight of your body. Yeah. And so you walk like this. I'm walking like a normal person. I don't know. But that puppets... was kind of awkward, but. <laughs> let me, oh, sorry. Let me walk like I normally do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A little in spin more on it. A, I'm more of a keep on trucking, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Natural type walker. Uh, but here's the thing puppets' legs do not support their bodies, <laughs> they're supported by, I don't know, rods puppeteers named Rod, any yeah. number of things. So when they walk, and there's a number of shots in walking, they all walk kind of like this.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> and it's like, they all, they all you, basically look like when Tilda Swinton is walking around as an old man in the new Suspiria. LAUGHTER <laughs>
2: So it's like so they're like we're gonna show these puppets are real live beings by showing them walking around. Instead, they look like whenever they walk around, you're like, okay, something seriously wrong is <laughs> happening with that. Yeah, they puppet. look like one of those
1: weird little toys where if you push the button, they just collapse. It's like somebody's <laughs> pushing it halfway the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the it whole looks time, like yeah. I mean,
0: it kind of looks like they're they're being supported by their head is filled with helium. Yes, yeah, and that's carrying them along, and their feet are just like their, clockwork. Their feet are just
2: kind of like streamers hanging below yeah. them, you know? Yeah. And not not the play streamers Stirring indictment of Vietnam. I'm talking about like streamers the party favor. Thank you for that
0: clarification. I just, I didn't want our audience to be like, was very confused. I not want people
2: to be. They they had this look on their face like the play streamers. <laughs> That's what the the puppets look. like? And I keep I'm gonna keep accidentally calling them Muppets. These are not Muppets. It's a Muppet. It's, no. a, it's a Henson Company production. But hey.
0: These the these Sesame your... Street workshop sued this production, I believe. Well, because, because
2: they were using the tagline, i know Sesame All Street or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. It's the open Sesame, it's the street or something <laughs> like that. They're like, hey, street <laughs> yep, <laughs> for Sesame. Yeah, that's right. But uh, it's, they, look, they have that Muppety look, but they're not Muppets. So if you were hoping <laughs> this is finally your chance <laughs> you to see s- the count, like having sex with Fozzie, I'm sorry, <laughs> not in this movie. Google it. It's probably out there. <laughs> I, like,
0: I also like that you sound like a, like a sort of a sleazy big picture mo- mogul. You're like, you got that Muppety look, kid.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically how the Muppet movie ends, right? Yeah, that's true. Orson Welles is like, you're going to make a lot of movies for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, The Happy Time Murders, let's talk about it. Okay, this movie posits a world where puppets are an oppressed minority among yeah, the, the people.
1: Movie, has your the mind movie, been <laughs> The movie opens 10,000 years ago. The camera pans across a windswept okay. battlefield. An evil wizard is forging a <laughs> ring or something. And an alliance has to be formed between puppets and humans. This, this Carry is, on, Elliot. This does not have Okay. I,
2: uh, I wish it did. That would be amazing. <laughs> No, the movie opens uh, with puppets are living in L.A., and they are a stand-in for...
1: The story begins back in the Old West, <laughs> where a group of horny leprechauns have sex with, what, fairies?
2: What? That's how dweegans are made, yes, yeah. They're leprechauns and fairies that, that have sex on a man's rug. Thus creating Dweegan's, the donut loving imps that we've all come to cherish.
0: (laughs) You got them sticking to the back of your car right now with suction cups, (laughs) all those Dweegan's. Oh, I thought you meant like a Cape Fear type scenario.
2: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) They're like hanging underneath the car so you can't escape them. Sure. Move, uh, moving on, though. Moving, yeah. Muppeting on. Uh, so anyway, puppets are an oppressed minority. It's just like *Bright*. It's just like *Alienation*, but this time it's puppets. We're introduced to our hero Phil Phillips. He's a puppet detective. And get this: in this movie, these puppets—they curse. Like, I don't know if you guys want your minds to be freaked, but but these puppets curse a lot. And also, they like doing it. Yeah. So. Stewart.
0: Stewart.
1: Are these your daddy's puppets? <laughs> they are not your daddy's puppets. Okay, <laughs>
0: just saying.
2: Unless your dad is Jim Henson, in That's which right. case they bear a <laughs> striking resemblance. They are your, to your daddy's dad's puppets. You, yeah. you
0: raided the warehouse. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: but so I'm willing to bet no one in this room or listening is their dad is Jim Henson. So technically these are not your daddy's puppets. Uh, did your dad have any puppets, Dan? Mine did not. You know what? <laughs> True story. <laughs>
0: My uncle, who is a minister, as most of the males in my family tree are, had puppets that he used to minister the word of Christ to people. So wait, what kind of puppets were these? They were like puppets that, like, they were like... Don't tell me the mechanics. I want to know the characters. <laughs> yeah, I did not know the characters. They <laughs> yeah. they, had, they, But they're the kind that had, like... Uh, uh, what you, uh, oh fuck what's it they called? Uh, they called they had arms they had legs <laughs> so, I mean,
2: they have a head is it like a sock is it a Mary is no
0: no
2: is it like a shadow puppet I w- I is want- it those those Japanese b- rod puppets where the guy's <laughs> no. in all black and he's on stage with the puppet uh,
0: what is that stuff that you use that's like on like shoes when you don't have laces velcro velcro <laughs>
4: yes well that I was like a to-
0: huge waste I- of our time I-, I wanted to say Ziploc for some reason <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I knew that was not correct. Dan, why are you throwing away a million-dollar idea? <laughs> they, they, Ziploc <laughs> shoes would keep feet fresher. No, they think, had, like, velcro
0: s- arms that would, like, go around his, his, his neck and, like, he would, you know, he'd oh, be dude like, oh, 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 so, hello, Bi- Bible stuff. Hello, <laughs> I'm here to tell you about Bible stuff. I'm a puppet, so it goes down easier.
2: But were the puppets, like, was it a puppet of Jesus? Like, what, or no, no. they like, 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 a, like, a puppet of, like, a cool kid? A, who's animals. The oh, animals. Okay. Yeah,
0: Animals. Animaniacs. <laughs>
2: they are Animaniacs, today. So that's why he was Animal sued. Olympics. All right, moving oh. on. So anyway, Phil Phillips, he's a puppet PI. He was the first puppet cop in history, but he was kicked off the force. We don't know why yet. And he gets a client, and he just recently stopped a ring of puppet poachers by kicking them in the balls a lot. Now,
1: yep. now he's, he's, a, he's our hero, and the actor is like the last person credited on the IMDb page, which is kind of weird. And I kind of resent the movie by designing the lead to look a lot like uh, character actor Dick Miller, who is unfortunately no longer with us, Uh, RIP. Um, But yeah, so that's our hero. I mean, this is his legacy. This is how he's gonna live on (laughs) in the form of a puppet.
2: Now, uh, as with any movie or TV show where the story of an oppressed minority is told with a stand-in for a real ethnic or religious or what have you group, there's a lot of deeper implications to the metaphor that they don't really understand and kind of screw up. We will not be diving
0: into those waters.
2: Imagine it. Needless to say that... I mean, the
0: shorthand is,
2: would you like a minority to just be like, hey, you guys are all puppets. Get it? I mean, there's the stereotype is everyone's like, puppets just love singing and dancing. That's all they love to do. And I'm like, mm, I am not comfortable with where this is going. So... Phil Phillips, he has a client, Sandra White. She's a lady puppet, and she's being blackmailed because she's so damn sexy that she's having sex with everybody all the time. She makes it very clear to him, find the guy who's blackmailing me, or woman, equal opportunity, whatever, find the person or puppet who's blackmailing me, and I'm going to have sex with you. Yeah, well,
0: she also like, had one of the clumsiest jokes in the movie where she's like...
2: Uh, well, say, because there's a ton of clumsy <laughs> jokes in this movie. Like, if you, you would have to say one of the least clumsy jokes, and I'd be like, oh, which one? What a handful of not clumsy jokes are you going to tell me about?
0: No, but she says, "I'm an Ima." Oh right. And she's like, "What does that mean?" It's like, "I'ma get next to it. I'ma fuck it."
2: And I wasn't sure. Why who- would you?
0: Who identifies them like I was, by I a nod phrase? I, I was
2: like, "I've never heard of that before." That's so is that a, a thing in this movie? Like, yeah. is that a thing? Like, are there certain puppets that are just into doing it, and they're called Imas? It's never brought up again. <laughs> so I guess she's just super cool. I don't know. Anyway. A clue that we don't need to get into. It's a letter on the ransom note that's taken from the cover of a porn magazine called what, Pussy Party or something like that. Puppet Pussy yeah. Party. Puppet Pussy Party. That the the tagline on the on the the tagline on the magazine says Little Kitties the Big Tits. <laughs> I bookmarked titties. it for yeah. later. Anyway, later research that clue leads Phil to a sex toy store where a live show is going on where an octopus is milking a cow, mm-hmm. and this is and it's like again the puppetry here is astounding. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it, it it looks
2: so good for something that looks terrible in concept. It looks so good in execution. And, later, and, so,
1: and during the over the credits instead of showing us bloops they show us a bunch of footage of the puppeteers doing their magic and it's like seven people <laughs> making this work. If this movie was
2: if, if they didn't release the movie and they just released a behind the scenes making of the movie, I would say this is maybe the best movie ever made. Like <laughs> like those little moments during the end yeah. credits when you see them actually doing the puppeteering, I'm like I could watch this for hours. So much
0: <laughs> technical virtuosity went into the happy time So murders. much
2: more than in the movie virtuosity. <laughs> in which we learned that computer programs can turn into real people that murder other people. I don't remember how the movie ends, but I know
0: Russell Crowe, you see his butt in it, I think, at one point? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. He's a he's a, he's a virtual man. That's that's all you need to know about that. Okay. Dan, and, check but
1: so that's not the one where he's a Dan, check man. Mr. Skin on your phone real okay. quick and okay, find yeah. out if you see a butt. He, he has it set up like Siri. You, you think I'm not going to do it. I'm going to... Okay.
0: <laughs> Is uh, Russell... You don't have to narrate. I mean, <laughs> no, <knows, laughs> but
2: Okay, so... Uh, Phil, he's in this sex toy store, and he bumps into an embarrassed rabbit named Mr. Bumbly Pants, who is like, I'm not, I'm not a porn addict, but I gotta get out of here. Uh, Phil Phils goes in the back to look up some information or whatever, and a hooded figure with a shotgun comes in and kills everybody in the store, and they're all made of puppet fluffs, so there's just fluff flying everywhere. So
1: the interesting thing, though, is that previously we had seen puppets squirting out all kinds of horrible stuff. But when you actually start blowing their heads off, it's just fluff. So, like, where does the fluid come from?
2: Yeah, you're Elliot? wondering where are the glands? Yeah. Where are the puppet glands?
0: So, I've got menA to Z <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe shirtless butt scene in Virtuosity. Okay, thank Do you, you want to see it Elliot, no, I've seen it. I okay. watched the
2: movie. That's all I remembered from it. All right. It was his amazing butt.
0: <laughs> sure. Like Throwing s- a phone at someone. It's
2: like, say you. Wi- yeah, the fo- yeah the, that's how amazing the butt is. It could throw, pick up and throw a phone. Say what you will about his singing in Lame Is. He's got a great butt. Thank you. He's a man of many talents. Acting, butt. He's a got his own rock band. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, so I guess what we're saying is these puppets... Yeah, where's the fluid coming out of? I don't understand. Do puppets... I mean, it's never made really clear, like, are puppets made? Or do they give birth? Like, Because there's a puppet family, we say later. Look... Don't ask those questions. It's puppets. Like, forget about it. Just, it's just yeah, a movie. Yeah, it's
0: like, it's like the movie Cars. If you start thinking about it, it's madness.
2: Well, yeah. Well, you have to assume that all the people died, and it's just the cars are left. Yeah. And the cars, they have no way of making new cars. And so yeah, that's- it's like
1: like Cars is basically like... Uh, that's a world where there was one Turbo Teen and then he had sex with a person and they had a child and that child was a Turbo Teen and they had a bunch of Turbo Teens and then the entire world became Turbo Teens and then they all got stuck in transformation mode so they're all transformed Turbo Teens.
2: Yes, exactly, yeah. It's just like, uh, I mean, the the dystopian Milo and Otis universe where everyone was anamorphs and basically the same thing happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, so I think we're about seven minutes into the movie. <laughs> So, Phil is kind of a witness, kind of not, to this murder of Bumbly Pants and everyone else in there. His old LAPD partner, Detective Edwards, Melissa McCarthy, first name I don't remember from the movie. Let's just say Edwards. Let's say Anthony. Let's say her name is Anthony Edwards. (laughs) She's investigating. They don't like each other. They used to be partners, and now there's a lot of bad fluff between them. Not a joke they made in the movie, but they should have. Now, uh, we learned Bumbly Pants used to be on a show called The Happy Time Gang. And this was the first show that was like puppet forward. There was only one human on it. It was like, this was like a groundbreaking show. It showed that puppets were entertaining. And it's like, what? I don't know.
0: Okay, I don't understand. Yeah, it's a bunch of puppets and Elizabeth Banks. Yes. The character's not named Elizabeth Banks, but, No,
2: that would be so meta. Yeah. No, her name is Jenny. Last name I don't know. Uh, so Phil's brother was on the show as Officer Shenanigans, a puppet who got a human-style nose job, and Phil really doesn't like that. Phil's
1: really like... He also, he also bleached his skin, Elliot.
2: Yeah, so it wouldn't be blue. He's a
1: self-hating puppet.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a puppet who has assimilated in order to look more like a human. Again, they are swimming in waters that their feet cannot touch the ground in. <laughs> a puppet is not supported by its feet anyway, so that's kind of okay, but there's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, Let's, I was waiting throughout the whole movie for the like puppet power character with an afro who was like a revolutionary. Thankfully, that did not happen. But I was like, oh, okay, let's not take this metaphor any further. Uh, we learn that Phil got kicked off the force because he let a puppet perp get away. And everyone was like, oh, I get it. Puppets don't shoot puppets. P- now a puppet ne- can never be a cop, which is a crazy thing. Because as we see later on in Flashback, he did take a shot at the guy. So like, anyway. And he ended up killing another puppet while doing it. We'll get to that. Anyway. Uh, that night, Phil's brother is in a hot tub with a human woman. I don't. I think it's supposed to be shocking, but it's like, yeah, I don't, whatever. Anyway, I've seen all this stuff. I saw Meet the Feebles. Like, again, doesn't bother me. Like, like the movie exists. So... And someone lets some dogs loose in the apartment, and they kill Phil's brother, ripping him apart to pieces.
0: I have to admit, I laughed pretty hard at this. Because <laughs> they're just like, fucking wild dogs get let loose, and they're drawing and quartering this puppet in the background while this woman is and blending and they a were like, tropical drink.
1: And they were like transportable dogs. They weren't like <laughs> scary dogs.
0: Yeah, they are little tiny dogs, <laughs> ripping apart a puppet that's like, Ah! I don't know, imagine it. It's funny. Right, guys? Come on. Be on my side. You're, you're in the for pitch once, meeting for, for this once. movie.
2: <laughs> so yeah, Dan, now imagine you in the pitch meeting, you're acting like, get this. And the dogs are ripping apart. And <laughs> Did he's this. like, ah! Dogs
0: murder someone. <laughs> Hilarious, right?
2: <laughs> Phillips and Edwards, there's nothing left to do. They've got to team up to solve the mystery of who's so knocking this, off this members of fo- the Happy Time Gang.
1: Well, this is, uh, this is followed by a scene where Melissa McCarthy comes to the scene of the crime, and Philip shows up. He finds his dead brother, and they he and Edward says something that's kind of disrespectful, like some you know. I guess is it racial slur in this There's situation? There's a lot of like puppet
2: racial slurs in this, which are. It's one of those things where it's like they have so many puppet racial slurs. Like people must hate puppets so bad, and I. It's like I don't remember what they are. if It's like yeah. felt job or so, something like that, or you
1: know. Like, so what, what, what ends up him, happening?
2: She should have called him like a Pinocchio, and he should have been like what. So they end up getting in a fight and falling in They didn't in a do that. Again, I'm like punching up the movie. <laughs> like nobody asked me to do this.
1: They end up which getting is in a different from
2: our normal thing, which is
0: punching down to the movie. Yeah,
1: high five. <laughs> Go so on. They, they end up getting in a fight and falling in the hot tub. And what happens every time when I see somebody fall in a hot tub is I immediately think, oh no, what happened to their phone? <laughs> 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 like that would be such a pain in the ass.
0: But uh, the yeah, movies. That's the is... scene of her putting it in rice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like going to a store and having to buy a new one.
2: You got to imagine it's a puppet cell phone. So it's like, call this person.
5: I don't know. Oh, I'm not feeling so good. Uh. And
1: it, it squeaks when you hit the buttons. Oh, maybe that's just it.
2: And, uh, but no, this, they, this, the movie does not care for the cell phone. Instead, she and them get in a fight, which she resolves by biting him in the dick, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. You have that? Yep. Correct, sir. And I
2: had to imagine Melissa McCarthy being like, I'm sure this is not the year I got nominated for an Academy Award. (laughs) The year I'm in a scene where I bite a puppet in the dick in a hot tub. But then lo and behold, that's what happened. Just
0: not for this movie. Life's funny sometimes, Elliot. Oh, hey, it's one of Dan's old characters. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me tell you a story. Sometimes the year that you do the best work is the year you bite a puppet in the dick.
2: (laughs) Dan, do you have any other examples of someone who did a really bad movie the same year they were nominated for an Academy Award for a different movie? Hint, Eddie, it's, Murphy? It, no, hint, it's Eddie Murphy? No, hint. Eddie Murphy. It's someone you already do an impression of. Michael Caine. Yes, okay. <laughs> now, what was that like? <laughs> or do your Hold Eddie on. Murphy impression, Hold
3: Dan. On. That's not problematic.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Go on, ahead. Like, I'll just go
3: oh to my my the my other I side of the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let you me give p- you p- a lot of leeway <laughs> for this
5: Eddie
1: Murphy impression. <laughs> You had a ton of courage backstage when Go it was just it us. No,
3: it
0: <laughs> You see, Elliot, when I was making Jaws the Revenge, I was not caring about whether it was a good movie or a bad movie. I was caring about the palatial estate it would buy me. That's it. That's, that's all it is, dude. Like... You know, uh, Michael,
5: I couldn't help but hearing you from uh, backstage, oh. you know, uh, it's me, Slice Stallone. <laughs> I've never been nominated for an Oscar. No, wait, yes, I did. I won one for Best Screenplay. Thank you for reminding me.
0: Now, I, I really thought that even as an actor, you should have been nominated for Copland. I thought so, too.
5: I thought so, too. Copland was, Copland was kind of my big swing at the brass ring. But it turns out you don't swing at a brass ring. You grab at it. So I just knocked the brass ring far away from the carousel, and I couldn't even reach it. Now, now, Sylvester, I, I've never seen. Call me because 'cause I'm somewhat cunning, like a fox, like a Slylock Fox, if you will,
0: the greatest of all detectives. <laughs> yes, with his his friend Max Mouse. I, I'm well. I'm well aware of the adventures of Slylock Fox. <laughs>
5: now, no. I always
0: wondered. I
5: always wondered, Michael. If I can call you Michael, I'll call you Mr. Kane. I'm very respectable that way. I respect you. Michael, why didn't you ever play Psylocke Fox in the movies? Well... Or TV. You know, TV is where a lot of people make movies are going these days. When I made they my... They say it's the new novel. <laughs> <laughs> I see Stewart uh, when... has left the stage <laughs> rather than join now... as his own crazy character. Well, now, when
0: I made my... My hit film without a clue. Well, right,
5: that's, a, that's a wide definition of hit film. <laughs> but what do I know? I was only in two of the top three grossing movies of 1985. <laughs> when I, would I made my hit film without a clue. For those listening at home, Stewart has returned with a banana. <laughs> and he's just going to eat it, which is fine. More time for me, Sly Stallone, to talk to one of the true treasures of the acting field Sir Michael Caine. I Should I have been calling you Sir Michael all this time? I don't know
0: <laughs> Sly You can call me whatever you want
5: Okay, so I'm here with my friend Derek <laughs> <laughs> Derek and I are going to talk I, about some of oh his oh great I w-
0: movies <laughs> I walked right into that one and my, <laughs> my accent is getting worse and worse <laughs> the longer I talk And yet, the longer I talk the
5: better minds guess. <laughs> it's almost like I gotta warm up my character. <laughs> so anyway, we were talking about happy time murders. Now, I've never worked with a puppet, but I did kill one once. But I suppose that's a story best left for another day. So we for had- Channel 7 Eyewitness News, I'm Sylvester Stallone. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I'm back. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Guys, I'm back. What's going on? All right, all right. Stuart right. asked me to run to the grocery <laughs> store and get
2: him a banana.
1: So we have two dead puppets.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and they find out that uh, the show Happy Time Gang it's about to go into syndication. These puppets were screwed out of the original profits by a frankly very puppet racist network exec or show development guy. The producer, I don't know. Yeah, like an agent. Yeah, Phil Phillips throws a billiard ball at him and knocks him out, and he goes, That's the first time I ever knocked someone out with their own balls or something like that. We never see him again. I assume he's dead. Okay. (laughs) But the show's about to go into syndication, and the deal is going to be split up among the living members of the cast.
1: Oh, like a tontine?
2: Exactly like a tontine. It's like some sort of marionette tontine, except they're not
1: marionettes again, they're
0: like Uh hand puppets. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a common mistake Dan They're spelled completely differently Uh,
0: (laughs) Go on Ellie (laughs) Proceed But that's really
1: really funny that you confused them (laughs)
0: Because
1: one's a monster thing And the other's like a uh, a pact
2: Like a kind of contract, yeah If you had to sign a tauntaun (laughs) No one would ever make contracts (laughs) And a whole school of law would fall apart because they do smell bad on the outside. For Channel 7 Eyewitness News, I'm Han Solo or whatever. Anyway, so they figure one of the members of the Happy Time gang is bumping off the other members. They go to another former member's gang HQ. He's a, he's the, he's got, he's a gang leader now. And Edwards has to prove she's not a flesh bot. But instead said that she's got a puppet liver by doing a puppet drug called, like, Sparkle Dust or something, or Glitter Fang. Yeah, it's know. just a
0: fucking bunch of purple glitter.
2: And she does it, and she gets high on that, and this is the first time where it's like, oh, this is a character who's supposed to be on, like, rock bottom and has a drug problem, but we didn't know that until now, but it kind of pops in every now and then. Yeah, and I just like, say,
1: everybody, everybody in this movie talks to Melissa McCarthy and treats her like she's... It like in the words of the characters, like a man in a pantsuit, they keep or like ex- excuse- they keep, make they keep yeah. making fun of her appearance, and yet she looks very nice. She looks like, great. her nothing about her appearance indicates that she's anything other than a professional person. And again,
2: <laughs> this is the year that she was in a movie about someone who has hit rock bottom. And is, has a serious drinking problem and also a serious everything problem. And she's so good in it. And I wish that she could have sat down everyone involved in the Happy Timers and showed them that movie and be like, look, I can do this kind of character. <laughs> like, you've got to give me the material to do it. And it's, it's, You can't it's, just fill my refrigerator in the apartment with maple syrup and say I'm a sugar addict and that's all you're going to do. But
1: the scenes where she's, like, doing uh, puppet drug sugar are the most... In, like, it seems she's having the most fun. Like, she freaks out, tells jokes, like... She's a talented improv oh, yeah,
2: actor. And she's great. she's a great. classic raconteur. <laughs> Just,
6: like, telling tales of bridesmaids. She'd be
0: great on the old Dick Cavett show. Yeah. Uh, but this, this also brings up a weird thing about puppets. She has a puppet liver. Now, we've seen several puppets' heads being blown off by this mm-hmm. point or yeah. ripped apart. Yeah. They have nothing but fluff inside them. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And suddenly
0: we are to believe that they have puppet organs. Explain, mm-hmm. Elliot. Well, it's a movie.
4: (laughs) Is it?
2: Is it? It's a movie. They're puppets. It's kind of a joke. Okay. Uh, But here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this about puppets, but especially the Jim Henson puppets, they're like, we need these to feel like real characters. We can't put a brain in their head. That's where the hand goes. Spoiler alert. There's a reason. The reason Kermit's head moves around like that is because there's a man's hand inside of it. But the rest of the body, to make it feel real, we're going to put real organs in there. No one's ever going to see them. This is just for us, the puppeteers, to know that they're in there so that, like, if it calls for Cookie Monster to eat a cookie, I know that, in theory, there's a felt stomach, there's a felt intestine, a felt anus for him to expel the waste of that cookie. Mm -hmm. It looks like he's just dropping the crumbs in front of him as a kind of misdirection. <laughs> but no, it's all working parts. So I can anyway, feel
0: the temperature of the audience dropping. <laughs> yeah. And it felt an anus. It reached its nadir.
2: I'm not saying they have to feel his anus, it's a different <laughs> word. Okay, here's the thing if you don't want to think about Cookie Monster's anus, maybe Habitat Murders is not the movie for you. So she has a puppet liver. She beats up a whole room full of puppets for being misogynists. This is supposed to be super tough, but again, they're puppets. She is a human being with muscles and bones. Uh, but it ends, the whole thing ends with another happy time member dead, shot from the window of a car in what's made to look like a drive-by shooting except just, it's just in an alleyway. It's not really. It's just like a, even a drive-by shooting is an assassination of a type, so yeah. it's like they didn't really cover up that crime so well. Okay, Phil takes this opportunity. He's on the run, kind of. He's like, oh no, he's not on the run. They split up. Uh, Edwards is going to go to the beach to look for another Happy Time murderer. Phil's going to go to his office to check up on what business he's been missing out on during this time. Because even though his brother is dead, he's got to catch up on his voicemails, I guess. I haven't mentioned up to this point she'll come in more important later but we've seen her up till this time that he has a secretary named Bubbles played by Maya Rudolph who seems to think she's in a movie that's like parodying a 40's detective type thing and not like a 70's detective type thing she does great but she's great in it
1: this script is uh, written by James Elroy right
2: (laughs) yeah yeah, well this is an adaptation of My Dark Places the story of how he how he investigated his own mother's murder things
0: got very changed from page to screen the
2: weird thing is that when James they brought James Elroy in they're like we want to do My Dark Places and he goes yeah but I want to do with puppets man (laughs) and they're like James Elroy you are fucked up let's do it (laughs) let's freak some minds let's do this thing or they could have done LA Confidential too like more confidential I don't know and this time it's set in the TMZ world Dan how would that movie go it's basically Nightcrawler
0: I guess yeah okay good point I don't know, but if you want to see another embarrassing video of me, as people here at the Bell House saw, Google me and TMZ, because I was on that for some reason. Oh, that
2: was really funny. Yeah, they stopped you at the airport as you were trying to get on a plane. Yeah. And they were like, let me act it out for you. Okay, so... (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> Dan's, this is, Dan is carrying an Emmy. It's the only time I've ever seen anyone on TV carrying an award they just won, and I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Uh, he's carrying an Emmy, and they're like, that looks dangerous. Do you think you should be able to put it on planes? And he's like, uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. This aired on television. And if you... <laughs> very slow day for TMZ, But also, if you want to see someone whose eyes constantly look like they're on the verge of popping out of their head... Look at me on TMZ because I'm like, why is this happening to me? What's going uh-huh. on? Should I be talking to TMZ? You're on Mars and they cut the
1: oxygen. And yeah, like, that's oh, right. Oh, oh, oh.
0: And then they put the oxygen back in and my eyes just like go back to normal for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I'm so the ultimate healer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Dr. Oxygen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So
2: he goes back, he finds that Sandra White is being blackmailed still, and she's been sent a photo of her with her lover, Jenny. It turns out this is Elizabeth Banks from the Happy Time Gang, Phil's ex-lover. Oh, no. This, of course, leads to Phil and Sandra having sex. The scene everyone knew they were going to see when they saw the movie, a puppet sex scene. Surprisingly tame. Like there's a lot of screaming, but compared to like the Team America, yeah. There's no scene, there's
0: no puppet nudity, which I kind of was expecting. Which ends, and <laughs> which Dan mentioned angrily throughout the movie.
1: <laughs>
5: it was yeah. Look, if you if you're look- at
1: least in
0: Howard the Duck, you see puppet duck tits.
5: If, if I don't
0: want to see these, I'm being ironic.
2: If you go on IMDb, <laughs> have, have time murders, and you're worried whether there's a one star review from someone whose on screen name is Love Wife's Butts. That says, no puppet nudity? Give me my money back. That's Dan. Thanks, Talia. So, I I didn't mean to out you and your your IMDb profile uh, guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have nothing to say. Move on.
2: Okay, so... Uh, and of course, the se- And of course, uh, there's some police officers in the waiting room, including Joel McHale as an FBI agent who has almost nothing to do in the movie. And they overhear the sex, and uh, a witness as Phil jizzes silly string all over the room for what feels like 35 straight minutes.
0: Yeah, I, I was not actually shocked by the idea that a puppet movie was showing someone jizzing. I was shocked. Finish by- <laughs> that sentence.
2: I want to know how that
0: sentence ends. <laughs> I was shocked by the amount of jizz this puppet apparently has. A puppet, as we've mentioned, which seems to have no internal
2: organs. This so puppet like...
0: covers the room in jizz. Yeah. Every inch. And I'm a human man. I don't want to get into too many details. But there's a
3: limit. No, 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 Dan.
5: <laughs>
2: Give us like a cubic gallon estimate.
3: <laughs>
0: there, your average man has a I would say a limited amount of semen.
2: <laughs> Incorrect. I would say your average man
0: has an un- unlimited amount of semen. <laughs> okay. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. Oh, my... All right. Over time, you are correct, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Over time, there is a very large amount of semen. See,
5: see damn, You're saying damn, that semen is a long
0: game. Semen yes. production is a long game. Let's, <laughs> my, let's my... call it each individual serving size of semen. <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> like that at all. Not, not a fr- not a term I care for. Okay. Damn. Uh, Stuart, you have
2: something yeah, to, Stuart, I have was to say. Trying to calmly,
1: <laughs> I was just trying to calmly explain that my testicles are connected to the elemental plane of semen. <laughs> <laughs> and when I cast my spells, as I call it.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of jizz, is what we're trying to say.
2: There's a lot. That's the joke. The joke is there's a lot of jizz. Uh, Joel McHale, FBI agent, is there. Phil runs away before they can arrest him because he is in trouble. Uh, he goes to see Jenny. Elizabeth Thanks. she's stripping for puppets these days. There is a very long joke where she is stripping for some rabbit puppets, and they're all doing. They're like, "We're not in the cabbage patch yeah, now, boys." Every oh, fucking rabbit
0: joke. Have Hager hey, want
2: my carrot, and they hand her a real carrot, and she bites it, and they're like, "Ah!" Like it goes on forever, <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, guys, we got it." <laughs> like I feel like so, many, so much of this movie is me watching going like, I got it, okay move along please, I get it uh, she and Phil seem to still have feelings for each other and she says, okay I'm going to go get a motel room so I'm safe I'll call you when I get there, gets in her car of course the car's going to blow up that's what happens in these movies
0: I would like to say I called both the car blowing up and number two spoiler alert, her not being dead
2: Okay, great, Sherlock Holmes. Great, like, want, you're, the, want, you're the
0: great I, puppet detective. Yeah, we got your oversized <laughs> check backstage. I, I, <laughs> I want my happy time murder medal that you promised me, Elliot. I'll give
5: you
2: your medal for outwitting the happy time murders.
5: Mm, I'm smarter than you. By the numbers, puppet detective story. You gotta get up pretty early in the morning to fool Dan McCoy.
2: A.K.A. Mr. Puppet
5: Detective.
2: Well, well, well. Happy Time
5: Murders. Seems you bit off more than you can chew in trying to fool Dan McCoy. It's okay. Many have made the same mistake. But few have
0: lived to regret it. Elliot, I need these small victories. (laughs)
2: It is a very small victory. Okay. It's
1: why it's why you like watching like network uh, like procedural dramas because they're designed so that the audience is supposed to figure them out right before the characters figure them out. Yeah. So that's why I'm
0: like I could be Nathan Fillion. What's stopping me? Could.
2: Thanks. Maybe I'm blind spot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, meanwhile, Edwards goes to a sugar shack, which. She does not go to the Montreal Sugar Shack tradition, which is a great place to go if you want to eat tons of food and feel gross afterwards, but it's wonderful. She goes to a... It's basically a crack house, but for puppets. Anyway, she, there's another puppet named Goofer who was a Happy Time member and is now a sugar addict. And here's the thing that, a real life story that I'm gonna drop on you, which is when looking up this movie on Amazon, so I could rent it from Amazon Prime, seeing how many Happy Time character t-shirts were produced and still on sale at Amazon, and I was like, they really thought people were gonna fall in love with these characters. (laughs) They thought someone was gonna walk around with a goofer shirt on.
0: Yeah. Now, this character, Offers to suck Melissa McCarthy's dick. And that was at this point in the very movie. Very
5: reasonable rates. I think a quarter. <laughs> very,
0: very reasonable rates.
5: Was that
1: featured on the t
0: shirt?
5: <laughs> I mean, kind of, might have
0: been. I don't know. Yeah, there's I, it's like a little measure on the back listing his rates. But this <laughs> is the point when I turned to, to Stuart and All Assembled and I was like, is there anyone on the Happy Time gang who did not end up at rock bottom? Because this is very strange. Like everyone I mean, is Phil, like a Phil's, drug addict. Phil's like, brother homeless, seems to be doing like, great. Yes, just him. Okay. But like it seems well, like he, but, he, but he was the producer. Like one of these actors should have ended up on another uh, show. Dan,
2: correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm no I'm no psychologist, but I'm gonna diagnose you as having been mind-freaked. Uh, explain. <laughs> well, you seem really perturbed <laughs> about what happened. <laughs> you seem to be really having trouble wrapping your mind around this issue. If that's think... not a freaking, I don't know what
0: is. <laughs> one of these puppets who was on a popular television show, should have found other work rather than being in a crack house.
2: Exhibit A, different strokes. Case closed. Moving on. on. Okay. (laughs) so Throw the book at them. (laughs) And it's been made clear in the movie that none of them got the money from it. This is a searing indictment of how few quality puppet roles there are in Hollywood. There are two kinds of people who can't make it in Hollywood. Women of a certain age, which is over 20, I guess, and puppets. Now, if you're a puppet woman over 20, I'm sorry, it's going to be very difficult, unless you're Dame Helen Muppet, who is the puppet version of Helen Mirren.
0: Now, Elliot, I thought you were, you were dangerously close to falling into the same trap as the Happy Time Murders, uh, equating uh, repressed people with puppets, but Dame Helen Muppet, I have to give it to you. Okay, thank you. Brought it back for me.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to my punny award when <laughs> I win this year. It's like barely a pun, not even anything. Okay, anyway, so... And I realize, guys, I don't think it's right that women of a certain age have trouble finding roles. Come on, I'm a reflection of society. Uh, Okay, don't blame me, blame Dan. That's why I'm here. Okay, so uh, that puppet turns up dead later too. They're all getting dead. Okay, Uh, and we finally see Phil has a bad dream he remembers the shooting where a big puppet was threatening Melissa McCarthy. And she's like, they're partners, they love each other, they're great partners. And she's like, take the shot, take the shot and he chokes, and he fires and misses, and the bullet ricochets off a a column and kills a random other puppet who's hanging out on the street with his daughter, Mm -hmm. and she's like, no, no!
0: This is a pretty dark backstory for Happy Time Murders.
2: I mean, the movie has murders in the title.
1: Yeah, (laughs) cop
0: kills an innocent civilian. I mean, it's
5: not funny. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: I mean, not much of this movie is that funny. (laughs) That's a
2: fair point. Okay. Anyway, uh, Edwards meanwhile also feels like an outcast because she has a puppet liver and she's addicted to sugar. Now she doesn't. She exists in between worlds. She's not fully human. Not fully puppet. What is she? She says, uh, reminding us all of the much better song from the Muppets, which covered the same territory. Uh, and there's
1: and they at some point address that this flashback happened 20 years ago. And if nobody said that, was it that long ago? Yeah. If nobody had said that, it would not have seemed any different than yesterday. No. Was like, a- no one has aged at all except, spoiler alert, one very specific character. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, that's right. It had to have been a
1: certain number. To- that's right.
2: Uh, so they feel like an outcome. Phil- Phillips, finally, as they're driving out to go to the last members of the Habitown cast, who are, like, inbred religious barbecue owners. It's weird. Yes. Uh, Phillips apologizes for missing the shot, and they kind of make up. And I'm like, well, if it was that easy, then, like... How did they not do this years ago? I don't understand. Anyway. Sometime within the 20 years I just mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Long story short, they go to that barbecue restaurant. The people there are dead already. They're not suspects. We do see their inbred puppet children yelling at a mirror. And we're like, okay, weird. Uh, (laughs) uh, The killer is still there. And Phil starts chasing them, but ends up, uh oh, arrested by the FBI. It turns out Sandra White, the woman who was, the puppet woman who was blackmailing him and had sex with him, or saying she was blackmailed, has is married to Jenny, Elizabeth Banks, and has blamed Phil for the murders and shows us her vagina basic instinct style. Dan,
0: explain. Uh <laughs> there's, there's nothing much to explain except for her pubes are purple. Which uh. I mention not because I am pervozoid, number one, but because it's it is a, it the is, key clue a to plot. this film. Yeah,
2: it's the key piece of evidence. It makes you wonder, why did she do that? Because she could have easily... Not let that clue slip by wearing underpants, not uncrossing her legs at that moment. I honestly, it's one of the things where she's like, this would be such a great moment for me to parody Basic Instinct. I know it's going to undo my entire plan because it gives them the piece of information about me that they need, but I just, I just can't help but be a
1: parody. Well, person. that's the thing about being a criminal who also loves movies. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Is, the,
1: is the obsession to like, show off how smart you are and also reference a movie. <laughs> So like show off, like let them give them a clue just so you can like give them breadcrumbs. It's a real
2: Batman villain type thing where it's yeah. like, "Hmm, follow my clues, Batman." It's like, "Why drop the clues?" You're doing it with a lot of intention, so just don't drop the clues, get away with it. Or like, if you're Two-Face, maybe do something that doesn't involve the number 2. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> they won't know it's you. Yeah. Hey, Stop uh, being the character you are. <laughs> hey, hey Riddler. You don't have to leave a riddle that leads people to the the scene of the crime. Yeah, you just, just not do that. Are you, guys, are you guys
1: auditioning for like an Arkham
0: Asylum therapist
1: job? Yeah, I guess so. A <laughs> <laughs> therapist that help criminals be better criminals, I guess?
2: Calendar Man. I know you love calendars. <laughs> Maybe just commit crimes and collect calendars.
0: <laughs> Clock King. What's with all the clocks? Is he a Batman villain? I don't even know. Yes, he is. I would okay. turn to him
2: and go, Clock King, same basic advice that you have to <laughs> Calendar Man. Kite man, same basic advice, but with kites instead
0: of calendars and clocks. Joker. Really, let's just do a blanket one here. <laughs> as long as we're doing group therapy. Anyone with a theme. Maybe not.
2: Maybe, maybe, don't, maybe just don't give in to that theme. And Killer Croc is like, what about me? I can't make that choice. You're right, Killer clock. I got to understand. Killer Croc. Killer clock is a different character. Killer clock, drop the clock theme. Killer Croc. That's me having to check my privilege. You're right. It's easy for me to commit any crime I want. I'm not a crocodile man. But you, you are, and that's your burden to carry, and I apologize. And Killer Croc's like, well, I appreciate that you said that.
0: Yeah, he's a good therapist.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about a good therapist, but... <laughs> Firebug? Maybe just don't light fires. Yeah, because yeah, a good therapist
0: just tells people what to do. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want out of my fucking therapist. That's, yeah. that's what my therapist never would do. They just ask you questions. I mean, is... Yeah, he just wanted me to fucking talk. What good is that? I mean. Yeah, you're like, listen to the podcast, dude.
2: <laughs> At least so many of you hired a therapist, and you just sent him the link to the website, and you're like, listen that, to this, then yeah. tell me what I should do. Tell me what my
0: fucking problem is. And he's dude. like,
2: I'm going to have to bill you for over 300 hours of therapy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you're like, uh-huh. woohoo.
0: Well, I'm going to have to bill you for 300 hours of free entertainment. So I guess we're even. Therapist, checkmate. <laughs>
2: Dan, I think you shouldn't hire a therapist based on the people you play chess with in the park. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is Batman villains just kind of like give it a rest. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so, Ed, so Ed, uh, Phil is arrested by the FBI. Edwards blows up at Joel McHale and tries to fight him and she gets suspended. Bubbles, Philip's secretary, Maya Rudolph, she's so enamored of him, she's going to help Edwards go to Sandra's apartment, because Bubbles has been following Sandra, and find basically, when they unlock a door, a secret happy time murder evidence dungeon. It's Mm -hmm. all there. The whole thing is there. Mm -hmm. All the clues. It's all they need. Yeah. Uh, But then they trip a trap and it all burns down. Which is the weirdest mind freak of the whole thing, (laughs) that Sandra's like, I gotta make them know I got away with it. So, I'm gonna show them all the evidence and then have it burn in front of them. So they sound, I guess, like
1: crazy people? I don't know. Yeah, she's gaslighting them for their inheritance.
2: <laughs> I guess so. But we learn, this is why it's important she has purple hair down there, is because the daughter of the man that he accidentally killed years ago had purple hair up there. That's right, guys. She's the grown daughter of the man Phil accidentally killed when he didn't kill that bad guy puppet. Oh, no. So here's the question this point. Wait, bite. he
1: had sex with her?
2: Yes. Yeah. That's the grossest part, is that she, like... There was no, and as the movie goes on, you're like, why did she have sex with him again? Like, there's no reason. I mean, maybe she was trying. It to was.
0: Keep... It was to cement the idea that they were having an affair, to frame him. I believe. I believe, I asked oh. the same question. okay. And this was the then answer I, I was they, given. Why did they have all that jizz, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> the jizz was extra, like guacamole. It was extra. <laughs> I don't know why that upset oh, people so what? much. To be honest, Dan, I don't know why either.
2: <laughs> I know what I'll be talking to uh, talking to my therapist about. <laughs> why was that the most upsetting moment of the night? Okay, so basically Edwards is like, we got to save Phillips. She goes in, she shoots Phillips. In, she's allowed to meet with Phillips in an interrogation room, the two of them, which is not how guests are usually allowed to talk to prisoners with no supervision, just in a room together. And she shoots him so they can escape in an ambulance. Phillips confronts Sandra as if she's about to get on a plane to fly to... Puppavania? I don't know. Somewhere now, where
0: puppets are free. we got to make it Before this, he has uh, handcuffed Melissa McCarthy to the steering wheel of the car because he wants to protect her. Moving on.
2: Okay. Fair. Good. Okay. Great. Oh, thank God you told me that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she says, hey, I like killing, it turns out, so thank you, and now I have all this money. And she she got all the happy time syndication money. Why is that? Because Jenny's alive and she's still with her. So I guess they are married?
1: Yeah. 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 So it like, wasn't all a lie. <laughs> I
2: guess I, it's very weird that that's the one thing in it that's like true, but I, I don't know. Anyway, but she also, see, then Sandra betrays Jenny for reasons I don't remember, because at that point I was really losing interest in what was yeah. going on. Yeah. Does she shoot her or just trip her? Or she like hits hit her, her or,
0: yeah, with some luggage.
2: But so, okay, so why does she do that when she's know. about to escape?
0: Because uh, Elizabeth Banks is like soft on her old... Uh, boyfriend, so she's like, well, we don't have to shoot him. And she's got a taste we're... for killing. Yeah.
2: Okay, fair point. It's an airtight movie. Never mind. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, Je- And Phil gets taken away by Sandra's goons, which exist and were never introduced in the movie before, but she has a team of henchmen, I guess. <laughs> and they're about to throw Phil into a jet turbine of a plane, effectively taking that plane out of commission. Now... <laughs> Here's a true story. A few days ago, I flew in from Los Angeles to New York, and the plane I was in was hit by a bolt of lightning. Now, I can only imagine we were okay. I'm alive. It's okay. <laughs> this is not the moment where I oh, reveal God. Him a, I, I I'm a ghost, and Dan goes, what a great trick. And I go, yeah, but I can only do it once, and then I fade away. <laughs> disappears. Yeah. So I can only imagine how, and they, they made us turn around and get a new plane, which was very frustrating. Not as frustrating as being dead, but you know what I mean. I can only imagine how they'd have to get a new plane if a puppet got all clogged up in there. They're asking for a miracle on the Hudson, Dan, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, but Edward <laughs> shows up. She has, she has used her superhuman, or I guess she's fighting puppets mostly, so regular human strength, to rip the steering wheel off the car, Still uh-huh. handcuffed to her. She fights all the henchmen and saves Phil. And, but Sandra gets the drop on her, and Phil has to make the shot that he failed to make years ago and shoot Sandra in the head, killing her. Our heroes, ladies and gentlemen. So, and I, was, I watched that and I'm like, so am I supposed to be? Wait a minute. So he accidentally murdered her father and now he killed <laughs> <Yep>. her.
0: <laughs> like the circle is he, closed. <laughs> the bloodline <laughs> blood has been stopped.
2: <laughs> I was like, am I supposed to be having fun right now? Because <laughs> uh, Phil asks Bubbles out on a date. She's delighted. It's been clear she's been sweet on him the whole time because. 40s detective secretaries are always sweet on the detectives. And he looks like a
1: blue Dick Miller.
2: <laughs> and who, who wouldn't want to date a blue, soft, short Dick Miller <laughs> who walks like his legs are just kind of hanging from him. Uh, then the lieutenant comes over and he's like, Phil, you're back on the force, which is the kind of thing you'd think need to go through an approval process to do. Uh, Joel McHale goes, oh, I'm going back to the FBI, and they call him an asshole, and uh, get left, leaving me again with the question of, like, "What? why was he in the movie? Like, what's... Uh, and then there's a Inexplicable music video for "I Want Candy," featuring the characters from the film, and showing behind-the-scenes footage of the movie, which, as we already covered, much more entertaining than the movie.
3: (laughs) And that's the tale (laughs) of the Happy Time Murders.
5: It's.
0: It
2: seems we've closed the case file of the
7: Happy Time Murders. Hey gang, Jesse here, the founder of Maximum Fun. And with me is Stacy Molsky, who is, among other things, the lady who responds to all of your tweets.
4: Hi, everyone. I also send you newsletters.
7: Uh, so anyway, something really awesome. You... MaxFund listeners have given us the chance to do something really cool on behalf of our entire community, and we wanted to tell you about it. Last summer, following the MaxFund drive, we put all of the enamel pins on sale to $10 and up members, with
4: proceeds going to the National Casa GAL Association for Children.
7: Your generous support and enthusiasm raised over $100,000. Our bookkeeper, Steph, would be quick to tell me the exact total is. $109,025 to be exact.
4: Your money will go toward pairing kids who've experienced abuse or neglect with court-appointed advocates or guardian ad litem
7: volunteers. In other words, kids in tough spots will have somebody in their corner. Knowledgeable grown-ups who are on their team through court dates and life upheavals and confusing situations, whatever.
4: The money we raise together is going to help a lot of kids.
7: Whether you bought pins or not, you can help us build on that $109,000 foundation. Make a donation to support National CASA GAL and help some of our nation's most vulnerable children at MaximumFun.org slash C-A-S-A. That's MaximumFun.org slash CASA. And seriously, thank you. Our community rules.
6: I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners regardless of quality or content with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world.
3: And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom
6: magnet.
5: Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's
6: an example of a game, Manolo?
5: Pokemon or medication.
6: How do you play that?
5: You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name okay. or a Medi- medication. medication? First time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from it's you it's really fun
6: for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun
0: snorlax pokemon yes nice hey you goobers you uh you guys had two great episodes of new movies in the theaters and now after those treats for the beginning of the year You get this trick of me, Dan McCoy, doing another solo ad read. I hope you think about what you've done. Hey, there's only one sponsor this uh, fine day, and it's Squarespace. Squarespace, you all know what it is. You make websites with it. Everyone needs one these days. That's what they tell me. I'm old. Things you can do with Squarespace. You can... Uh, Create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a website that seems redundant. Blog or publish content, sell products and services of all kinds and more, whatever your heart desires. People using Squarespace include architects, creative consultants, wedding professionals, restaurants, bars, pubs, makeup artists, gyms, studios. There's, you know, what. Why? Why a list? Everyone uses a website these days. That's the point I started the ad with. Hey, Squarespace allows you to do this by giving you beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers, everything optimized for mobile right out of the box, a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions, free and secure hosting, and 24-7 support. Hey there. Head to squarespace.com slash flop for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code flop to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain and now i return you to the live show that we've kept in the flop house vault up until now until you were slavering with desire to hear it and or forgot we ever did this movie thanks guys Okay, so we should get to audience questions, but real quick, what we do now is we do final judgments on the movie, whether this was a good bad movie, a bad bad movie, or a movie we kind of liked, Elliot. What do you have to say about it? On a
2: technical level of puppeteering, Uh this is an an
0: amazing movie,
2: (laughs) but on every other level, I'm going to have to go bad bad and apologize to the people who worked so hard to bring to life these stupid moments.
0: (laughs) stupid moments the precious moments
3: offshoot <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> like, It's like like a little kid going like will this fit in an electric socket <laughs> just a ceramic of that
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh what I'll say about this movie like technically this movie is great as you said I would say on a technically on a, great raves dan McCoy <laughs> put it on the box on an on an acting level like everyone is Doing their best. Like it's a talented cast doing their best. Everybody's like, having fun. <laughs> well, I would I would say that the like the lead the lead puppeteer is a longtime Muppeteer and he like he does a great job as the lead. Yeah. Um, that puppet has star potential. I would say for the first forty-five minutes, I, I don't want to disappoint you. I kinda like the movie. Dan, you've I...
2: disappointed me in so many ways in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Why stop now? For
0: the first 45, I kind of liked it. I was like, the puppeteering's good, as long as they're not doing the same fucking joke of, like, oh, a puppet's doing a dirty thing. Like When they're not doing that joke, but other jokes, I was like, this is kind of funny. There's a few funny jokes in it. Yeah, but then it got boring. Then it got boring. So, I don't know, mixed, kind of like, bad, bad. I don't, I don't know where I'm at with this. Stuart?
1: Yeah, for, like, a gritty L.A. neo-noir, it doesn't really succeed.
0: (laughs) 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 Not Uh, up to Chinatown, so
1: Stuart (laughs) Wellington.
2: You have to admit, L.A. is a character in the film. Yeah.
1: Now, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but dirtier and with puppets. Uh, And not very good. (laughs) There's like, no there's no weasel gang. Um, no, it's... <laughs> that's, uh, stu- every movie, Stuart first judges it on whether there's a weasel gang. How many
2: weasels are <laughs> and in? And it's got to be the full weasel gang, even with the crazy guy with the razor blade. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's scary. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is a... I think this is a bad, bad movie. There's parts of it that I genuinely laughed at. Like, I think there's... We've watched a lot of bad comedies for the show and I laughed more during this than I did for any of them. I think if I
2: was watching this with other people, there might have been parts where I was, where I was felt light enough to laugh at. Watching uh-huh. it by yourself, as with any comedy, it suffers a little bit. Ho- hoping
1: watching desperately it. that your child doesn't wake up and glimpse any moment of it. Dada,
0: dada, why do the puppets do dirty
1: things? <laughs> dada,
2: how much jizz does a puppet have inside it? And I'm like, how do you know that
0: word? <laughs> You're like, well, scientists disagree.
2: Well, so we we given, what, happy time murders like a thanks for trying?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, everybody, everybody worked really hard. <laughs> yeah, you know, guys, everybody poops. <laughs> I don't know. Movie. So n- now, what do we do, Dan? Now we, let's take, uh, let's talk to the audience for a little while. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Fifteen, wrap. twenty minutes. I don't know. Whatever. Fifteen, twenty minutes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan's at that time
5: of night. It's
2: loosey Goosey time. Who knows how much? Look, Dan's so. like fifteen, twenty, thirty, hundred. I
1: don't know. <laughs> so we we have a. Uh, I was. We have a, a, oh,
0: I was dry during January, and I've started drinking again. So who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> oh boy. So we, oh yeah, we have true. a
1: microphone here, if you don't mind getting in line. Is the there one there? microphones yeah. I don't yeah. know if the microphones on the side of the stage work.
2: I think the center one might be the only one. Yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. Center mic. Yeah, so we're getting center mic. So you'll have to go to the... Yeah, that one's not turned on. Oh, that's just an audience background mic or something. Look,
3: it's the center hey. microphone. The that's center the
0: microphone.
2: Apologies to anyone who's Apologies at the side microphones. to that's the other... The center microphone.
0: The side microphone are only to pick up... Your delightful apps.
2: So, anyway, there's something I like to say before we ask questions. Oh, God. Let's have fun, everybody. First question. All right.
4: Hi. Hi, my name's Beth.
2: Hello. Hey, Beth. What's hey up?
8: So, since the Happy Time Murders didn't bother to explain the actual origins of why their world is the way it is, if you could come up with the backstory for why humans and puppets live together in this world, what would it be?
2: Uh,
1: I guess what, Geppetto had sex with a puppet? <laughs> uh, there has, I feel like there has to be some kind of an evil force and they have to make some kind of a binding pact at some point. And it has to, there has to be mountains and a lot of swords, right?
0: I think, I think it should happen Meg style and We're, Rain Wilson should fund a, a, a project okay. that goes to the bottom of the ocean and breaks the thermal barrier and then a bunch of puppets come out.
2: What if it's, like, if it's like 10 years ago, the spaceship landed, puppets came out. Now, they're just a part of our world, and we got to deal with it. And then it's like, bam, 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 and like a sweeping shot of like the puppet neighborhood, and there's like a human cop who's like, oh, puppets, i got to deal with all these puppets. Here's your partner. It's a, I guess that's the movie. You know, let's forget it.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks.
2: So take your pick. Any of those things.
0: Any of them. Hello, Jeremy.
6: Hello. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, first off, let me just say that currently the Facebook group loves your belt buckle. LA. Oh,
2: thank you very much. Oh, uh, wow, real-time update. Yes. Is let me get
0: next to his cross to describe yeah, it. It's, uh, it's, from it's, the, a, it's uh, the Statue of Liberty. It it's says 1886-1986. It's from the
2: centennial of the Statue of Liberty, and it's my way of saying, one, I love big belt buckles. <laughs> Two, I love I love artifacts that are not of the original thing, but of the commemoration of the thing. <laughs> and also hey, this country is built on immigrants, dude. Like, let them in. Okay, anyway, so... Yeah. Okay, Jeremy. So... Let me get off my soapbox, but I'd like to stay on it because I'm very short.
6: (laughs) Uh, And as a man who is shorter than you... Yeah. Keep um, talking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's funny for everybody in the audience, but not for the listener. Um, Right, so you had said that um, you felt like this movie was a remake... A poor remake of of a better noir movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder what other, especially for you, Elliot, who are a fan of a earlier uh, of kinds movies. of films. Let's just call them oldies. Let, yeah, let's call them old black and white movies flickers. that nobody that you yeah, that flickers, nobody else watches or cares mo- about. Yeah. Movies that nobody else watches. What would you like to see remade as a puppet movie?
2: I mean that the implication of this question is that I would like to see any movie remade as a puppet movie. Uh, what if it was King Kong, but it's a real gorilla and it's puppet people?
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: Hey, hey. Uh, $700,000.
0: Would,
2: <laughs> would that freak some minds? Uh, <laughs> My mind is I don't know. True. King Kong, let's say. Great movie. Very problematic. Let's make a new one that's not quite so. <laughs>
4: Hi, I'm Mary Beth. Hello. Um, Hi. So I wanted to ask a question about uh, this movie in particular because I'm a, kind of a big fan of Avenue Q, uh-huh. and um, I kind of am wondering if you like think that there's a line between like good and bad use of like mixing something that's considered like a, a childish medium like puppets or animation and then like adult content. Like
8: you mentioned, Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well. So I was wondering, what's like the line between
4: like um, something like the Happy Time Murders, and then like something like Who Framed Roger
3: Rabbit or Avenue Q. Hmm. Well,
1: I mentioned intelligence weasels. and wit <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, go on, Stuart. No, I was just, I was just, I was just doing a, I was doing a callback to it. No, no, Dan joke. stepped on it. Oh uh, okay. yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, I've, Dan I was made a real... a, no, I like doing work. a callback no, 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 to okay. a thing I was saying. It I mean, it's, no, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I lost it. It's, well, okay no, it's no, don't worry about it. You know, I lost the audience. I'll
2: answer this one then. Okay, so. I think the difference is, if the movie is about something other than we're seeing childish things doing non-childish things, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is very much much steeped in L.A. history in a way that other movies are not. Avenue Q is more about living in New York as a young person who has no money. Like, this movie is just about puppets having sex with each other, (laughs) so I'm, like, cursing a lot, so it doesn't really say anything about anything else.
0: I have no answer, but I'm going to pull on an Elliot and do a little name drop. Uh,
3: for the All Daily right.
0: Show, we had Stephanie Debrugeo come in, who was the original Kate Monster for Avenue Q, and does stuff for Sesame Street. Is Prairie Dawn right now to uh, do a bit? Delightful, super delightful. Her husband <laughs> listens to the Flop House. Brought me a Muppet book. Oh, cool. wonderful!
2: That's really nice. Super great.
0: So that's a just great shout to her. Yeah. So,
2: if you wanted conflict from that story, none will be. No conflicts.
0: Just happiness.
2: <laughs> nope.
1: The absence of drama.
0: <laughs> Do you have anything to say, Stuart, other I... than the thing that I stepped on?
1: Uh, n- no, I- I'll, I'll get the next one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Thank you for being here. Next question. <laughs> Hi,
2: guys.
8: I'm Matthew. Hey. Um, Hello. So the lead puppet, muppet, whatever mm-hmm. it's properly called is Phil Phillips.
1: Detective Phil Phillips. Right. Yeah.
8: Philip Phillips, the, we have to assume. Right.
1: Mis, Mr. P, not Master P, that is a rapper.
8: <laughs> In The Muppets Take Manhattan, Kermit gets hit by a car. He loses his memory. He ends up at an advertising agency. They ask him what his name is. He looks at an advert, and he says his name is Philip Phil. Mm. Oh. Just the inverse I forgot, of this, this is name. a brilliant movie, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but my question why are you is, freaking my, our minds? My question <laughs> is, there are only three possibilities I thought of as why there's such... It's just simply the inverse for, for, for the name. Is it simply Brian Henson's, like, wink back to his father's movie? Could is be. it just Brian Henson is so lazy that he couldn't think of any other thing <laughs> except Phil, 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 Phil? No comment. Or, esoterically, is he saying that this movie is actually a creation of the darkest, most perverted parts of Kermit the Frog's psyche? Oh, so it's like saying elsewhere, kind of. Well, in terms of Kermit the Frog and how he's identified, the, one of the things that he, he's most identified is is that he's in, constantly in an interspecies relationship. He's defined in a way sexually. Mm. All right. All right. Let's go. Uh, okay. here's,
2: here's my theory. My theory is that he forgot the joke from The Muppet Take Manhattan. <laughs> That's my theory. Okay. Because to him, my guess is that I mean he's 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 kind of he's been shepherding his dad's legacy for a long time, but. When you are close to the creation of a thing, it doesn't have the sacred quality that it has to other people. So I would doubt that he knows Muppet chapter and verse quite the same way. It's the same way that old Mystery Science Theater, I would ask Joel Hodges, I'll name drop a little bit, I'd ask him about stuff on that show, and he'd be like, I don't know, man, I don't remember. And I'd be like, you can't remember this thing? But if people ask me about the new, new version, which I just worked on, I'd be like, I don't know, I don't remember that. Like It's, it rem- it's like the way that... Uh, People think about Star Wars, and they're like, this is probably the modern religion. And when George Lucas thinks about Star Wars, he's like, that story I made up about a robot and a boy? Like, I don't know.
0: But let's just take this opportunity to remember how funny it is when Kermit's like, how about ocean breeze soap? It makes you clean. Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Let's go home and watch it instead of this movie.
2: Do you remember, there's that, there that scene when Kermit's like, it's, it's not a
5: carousel, it's a time machine. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, Fozzie, uh, the Greeks have a word, nostalgia. It means the the pain of an old wound.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks.
2: Oh, I want to do that all night. My wife's going to be so mad that that was put in my head now.
0: Hello, Marissa. Hi. I'm going to do this with everyone I know. Is... Dan,
2: just, we know you know people.
1: Right. Hi, this
3: is really tall. Okay. Uh, so my
1: question is: Do you feel there's an appropriate satirical way to address race in movies? Uh, Blazing Saddles exists, but I, I'm more, yeah, but I'm more curious as to why we haven't been able to develop that in the 21st century, and like what? And in this scenario, I posit that. Uh, Get Out is a horror movie, so I'm just curious as to like, do you feel there's a way to address this? Because we've talked about it in the Happy Time Murders, you talked about it in Bright, and it's been been done so very poorly. So like, I mean, I think Sorry
0: Kelly, to bother you're you. You're a very sensitive white man. Why don't you? Answer I am. This? Well,
2: I am very sensitive. I'm almost constantly on the verge of tears. But right. I mean, I think Sorry to bother you handles it well, and I think. Right. Okay. But I think that. What, here's the big issue, and I'm going to be stepping in a minefield here, folks. Some say a mine freak, but I wouldn't I mean, say that. I'm,
6: not, I'm asking like three white dudes. So. Well, that's <laughs> I think, Well,
2: here's the thing. I think for the longest time, Q Billy Joel song, that these, these satires about race have been in the hands of people who did not experience that racism, but people who were observing it. And so you had like Mel Brooks, as much as I love him, I think he's right. hilarious, and he had you know Richard Pryor working on the script for Blazing Saddles like he is not a black man and so it inevitably is going to be his impression of what black people must go through and so like to really have satire that stings i think it helps to feel that sting and not to just observe that sting but also like it's super tough and satire i've come to believe is pointless and has no impact on anything
0: <laughs> and has no effect at all former head writer for the daily show i'm a
2: real i've become a real a real apostate in the, and thinking that satire mainly serves to make people go like, yeah, that is right. I do believe in that. And I don't know that anyone ever watched Blazing Saddles and was like, I should stop being a racist. Like, this is crazy. So, okay. but, I think that, but honestly, I think that's part of it, is that for so long, the, the means of making those things have been in the hands of people who were commenting on something they were not themselves experiencing. And so there's always that
0: distance there. You're saying the workers should seize the means of production.
2: Uh, I mean... Basic, I mean, they shouldn't seize the means of production. They already have control of the means of production. They merely have to exercise that control. So. Is
1: that point two in
2: your PowerPoint? (laughs) (laughs) My my 14 points of power, (laughs) yeah. I think that's a reference to something that happened before the show started recording. But yeah, so, but yeah, uh, but that's my answer. Guys, what do you think?
0: Uh, I don't think I can say it any more eloquently than that, so I'm going to push. But
2: I, th- but I think a lot of people are like, why wasn't a movie like Get Out made before? And it's like, well, because someone who felt that was not making movies yet, you know, through the mainstream studio system. So what are you going to do? I uh, guess what you're going to do is Elliot, make Elliot
1: speaks my mind on this. Yeah. yeah. And also, wait, also... Unless he said something dumb, in which case I distanced myself. <laughs> <laughs> like Fair a true point. coward. So
2: things... <laughs> Things to remember, workers (laughs) seize control of the means of production, yes. Racism, no thank you. Um, More people doing more stuff, and you know, Popeyes forever.
4: Hi, uh, Jeff, last name withheld. Hi Um, Jeff. Very excited to be here. And uh, I would say that for the first time being in an audience here, I I speak for the audience in that, um, Mm. yes. (laughs) Wow. This Dude, is a guy, lot of this balls the, on th- Jeff.
5: Okay, guys,
2: this is the third of the 14 points of power. <laughs> In that <laughs> is, If the workers are not seizing control of the means of production, you do it.
4: In that what I'm most excited about is the Dan Solo ad read for this oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> As it has been described, a descent into madness.
4: Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, also, I, I, I've heard you, Dan, say that the live episodes are less popular... And I think that might be because of a lack of Elliot singing.
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mm, I don't we can know. I mean, like
2: assume. he, usually, he so, didn't do it
0: tonight, but he usually does, actually. No,
2: well, but my singing in front of the live audiences is not quite the same because I can feel the power of a whole room full of people not enjoying it. As, <laughs> and I like the feeling of you guys, you two, not enjoying it. <laughs> But there's like, I haven't gotten there yet as a comedy performer where I love to waste a whole room full of people's time. Like, Norm Macdonald is at this place where he can waste hundreds of people's time and derive real pleasure from it. And I'm like, I don't, I guess I have too much
4: human emotion in me.
2: I don't know. Like.
4: Well, I do have a very specific request, okay. which is okay. um, Horse Meets Dog.
2: Thank you. Out now. Stores everywhere. Horse um, Meets Dog
4: by me and Tim Miller. Buy it at your local independent bookseller. I'm very excited to share it with my daughter. And, oh, thank you. Yes, um, and I was wondering if you could share with us uh, a, a teaser of the opening number of the Broadway musical Horse Meets Dog. Oh, okay. I, well, there you go.
2: I'll take my answer offline. Okay, thank you. As you know, if you've read the book, which you should have, it opens with a dog seeing a horse. <laughs> so,
0: As all classic plots do.
2: Okay, you'd think you would open with an I'm a Dog song. No, you got to, come on, you got to start with when the action has already started. That's writing 101. You start as late as possible. So it would be like, hey, hey, what's that over there? Hey, what's that guy over there? He's so big, bigger than any dog I've ever seen. What kind of dog could be so big? what kind of dog could fill the skies what kind of dog could reach above my dreams I gotta talk to that dog I gotta find out what makes dogs so big sometimes I gotta talk to that dog and see maybe if I can climb the highest heights and so forth they go like that yeah so that's the opening oh thank you Okay.
0: I think that I think we can actually make it through the entire line, but we have got to speed up a little bit. So
2: okay, so round li- lightning rounds. Yeah. All right. Hey guys,
8: we're the O'Briens. Last name withheld, mm-hmm. and we came from Texas to ask you. So appropriately, woo. Oh. 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 oh, all right. Oh. Um, we've been working our way through the Puppet Master series. Mm, sure. Very sure. different puppet movies. <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah. Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> More fun, uh, and in the second Puppet Master movie, the Puppet Master Andre Toulon, mm-hmm. we realize sounds exactly like uh, Thomas Hardy doing Bane and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and we, it's yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But we went on Google and looked it up, and we're like, no one has recognized this before. So we're asking, have you done that? Where you're like so sure that something
1: had to be what happened. Like, yeah, Tom Hardy, Hardy in an that. interview while holding some beautiful rescue dog yeah, <laughs> explains that he got the inspiration for the character voice of
7: Bane exactly. in the
1: Batman movie was Puppet Master <laughs> <laughs> uh, I 2.
3: Don't, okay.
0: I don't have a good one. For, uh, the closest I have is uh, in Galaxy Quest, Sam Rockwell's character... Like complaints to the entire movie, like he was in one episode, he got killed. And then he at the end of the show, he's in the end of the movie, he's on the new show when they bring it back, next generation style, but he's got a red outfit. And so I'm like, Oh, they're making a joke about red shirts. Like he's gonna die again Uh in the new show. Okay. And I remember like back in the day, Roger Ebert had a questions for the movie Answer Man column. Yeah. And I like sent in, I'm like, hey, do you think that this is a joke about red shirts? <laughs> <laughs> he did not publish that <laughs> letter. A waste. But he did send me an email back saying, maybe you're right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's the best I've got. Anyone else? It's almost like he's telling you that you should do a
0: career as a movie critic. <laughs> Elliot, you, you look like you might have something. You don't. You no, don't. You're shaking your no, head. I've never had an original thought. No. Okay.
1: Sorry, I'm distracted thinking about you slaving over a keyboard. <laughs> so excited as you send off this letter. I'm just, printing it off. And I was like 13 or something, too. Like I'm was, amazed
2: I've
3: never he heard this story you from you before. Yeah, I did.
2: I mean, you can't be... You couldn't have been 13, because Galaxy Quest came out when... I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was young.
5: Wait, they had the uh, Okay, you no, you were makes 13? Sense. Makes sense. You were 13 years old. Uh... <laughs> Uh just one more thing. Wasn't uh wasn't Galaxy Quest released when I was older than 13 and I'm younger than you. So uh You know, so maybe uh maybe it wasn't that age. Maybe, uh, you know maybe what? Galaxy you know what for Quest?
0: the first time in Colombo history? You got me, detective. Take me away. Makes sense. I mean, maybe, makes sense you did it.
5: Uh, just one more question. What do I do now at this point? <laughs> We got 20 more minutes of the episode. <laughs> you were supposed to engage in a sort of mental cat and mouse game with me.
1: Maybe Galaxy Quest just made you feel like you were 13. Aww.
0: <laughs> and anyway, it was whole thing. Thank you for that question.
7: Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, hey. I, I, Hello. Yeah, yes, hi. Um, so, Happy Time Murders reminded me a lot of another puppet, neo noir, uh, Fraggle Rock. So, yeah. I, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so I was sure. wondering if there was any, uh, if you could put any actor who might normally, or actress who might normally be in that kind of gritty crime story into Fraggle Rock, who would it be?
1: Uh, Michael, Sh- Michael Shannon.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, a similar, Richard Widmark, the Michael Shannon of the 1940s.
0: <laughs> Carla Gugino? <laughs>
3: Up. All right,
1: fair That's... point. Okay, I'll give
0: you that one. All right, let's move on. Are you saying
1: that, are you saying that the Doozers built the highways in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: They, the Doozers built the highway to take over the water rights.
7: <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Paul, last name withheld. Oh, oh, hey, Paul. How are you? Uh, I have a question for each of you. Uh-oh. Uh, like individual questions well or? That you may each individually answer oh, yes. oh thank you for the permission my question is in eight parts <laughs> no um, which Muppet do you wish you were or strive to be and then which Muppet if different are you actually oh I'll take my oh. answer off the
1: oh am I, a, am I a Jason or a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're not Cheedy. you're, not <laughs> you're <too>. Jason yeah <laughs> But just because I'm questioning
0: this, doesn't that kind of make me a No. Uh, I'll, I'll, star, I'll start, all right. I'll start. This is a three, this, is a, this should be a two part qu- answer. It's gonna be a three part answer. Okay, interesting. Uh, I strive to be a Rolf. Oh, okay, fair. I am a Kermit. What I fear is I was complaining about how much I hate Walter. In, the, in Muppets because yeah. he's such a bullshit, bland character that was invented for the movie that took the fucking spotlight off the Muppets we all know and love I was complaining about this and Mr. John Hodgman said Dan, you're such a Walter <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's, and he's D- Dr. Bunsen Honeydew so he's an authority yeah. <laughs> if, there's,
0: if there's anyone who knows what will cut me to the bone most it's John Hodgman <laughs>
2: Guys? I think I strive to be a Kermit. Okay. In my heart, I would like to believe that I'm actually Fozzie, but I know that I am Statler or Waldorf. <laughs> one, of, one of a group of friends who sit there watching things they hate when at any moment they could stop watching it and just leave. And Stuart, we
5: all know who you
3: yeah, are, Stuart. right? Yeah,
1: Stuart. I mean, I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm an animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> yep, yep. But I'm, but
1: I'm probably deep down, I'm a Scooter. <laughs> oh, no. No,
5: don't say that. Don't say no, that, No, Dan. no, one
1: en- that. no That's one right. deserves that. That's right, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I understand.
2: That's the one mu- when you're watching the first Muppet movie and Scooter shows up, you're like, yeah, why are you here, Scooter? Like, what's-?
0: like he was only in the show originally because he was the nephew of the theater owner. Yeah. But they never figured out anything to do with him. He's just irritating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh! I didn't know there was yeah. a bunch of fucking scooter heads in the <laughs> audience tonight.
2: I will say, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Gonzo. Yeah. But, but then I, I, got, I got older, and I realized, mm, Gonzos don't fit in well to human society so well. <laughs> They're too weird.
0: All right, final question of the evening. Oh, God. It's, oh, it's the three <laughs> Hey, guys, my name's Matt. Um, hey, Matt. Uh... <laughs> What's no up? direct question to either one of you, but uh, I'd love to pick your brains about any of your observations you've had tonight. Yeah. Are any of you uh, going to have a beer after the show anywhere tonight?
1: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! So, so thank you for asking, Matthew. <laughs> who's
5: Sneaking I
0: away.
1: S-
5: I smell a plant.
1: How do you ever? How do you always manage to get in the right place? Like. Uh, so after the show, we're going to be out. Uh, we have some merch, and we're going to be signing stuff and saying hi. And if you have any complaints about the show, direct them to Dan. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, I, and I think I'm going to drag Dan, we're going to go over to the bar I own called Hinterlands. <laughs> Woo! If you want to we'll come out, I know bit. it's
0: Sunday, but we'll be at Hinterlands. Elliot will not because he has his family in town. I've got
2: a whole lot of stuff to do. I got, I guess I would call it uh, promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep.
0: Okay. But these two, these I'll guys, be there. Yeah.
1: Even though I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know at, what, Stu, you're like the real hero. One.
0: Yeah, fuck off. I got to get up at a normal time to go to a nine to five job. Anyway.
1: Uh, cool, so thank you. I guess that's all the questions. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. For Ending that. on a high note as usual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. We're so glad that Elliot could be back so we could do another show in Brooklyn. Oh, my pleasure. It's been great. I've been Dan McCoy. I've been Elliot been... Kalen. And I've
1: been Stuart Wellington. Dan pointed at me out of order. I went the wrong direction.
2: Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks to everyone at the Bell House. We appreciate it. People don't realize Dan is auditioning for SNL tomorrow, so he's going he's to try out a couple characters tonight. Uh, no. so Give us one d- of your famous characters. Give us one of your famous characters. <laughs> <laughs> he- 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 he. I'm an old prospector. Hello. Okay, what I like about him is
1: that his body
0: barely moves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I also like that you said who you are right up top. Yep. Classic S- yeah. S- L- classic SNL. That's a Saturday
8: that's Night good. Live
0: special. That's how they do it.